Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Good morning, listeners. Welcome back to Tax Insight here on WOMT, every week with Jeff from Hawkins Ash. Jeff, good morning, sir. Good morning, Terry. Today, we are continuing our conversation on the Build Back Better, but today it's going to be about the retirement plan changes and a few other items that are on the table. Yeah, because, you know, over the summer and fall, there has been a lot of talk about that tax legislation that's going through Congress. And like you said, it's the Build Better, uh, Build Back Better Act. And this legislation has currently gone through the House and is now in the Senate. And they're hoping for some kind of passage before the end of the year. Last week, we talked about some of the income tax aspects of that plan. But this week, I want to look at some other potential changes. So I know that there are a lot of retirement plan changes with this, correct? That's right. And the largest would be the elimination of what's called the backdoor Roth. So this is where people could contribute to a non-deductible IRA and then convert those contributions into a Roth IRA. Now, they needed to do this because their income was too high to contribute to the Roth IRA in just the normal way. So hence the phrase backdoor Roth. And this elimination of that kind of um, way to put money into a Roth IRA could go away as early as next year, 2022. It's also looking to eliminate Roth conversions from traditional IRAs or other employer-sponsored plans if a married couple makes over $450,000. You just wouldn't be able to do any Roth conversions anymore if your income's that high. Now, it looks like that one wouldn't begin until 2032, so there's a lot of time to really think about that one. The other thing is it would also put a limit on how much people could have actually in their retirement plans. And if you have over a certain amount, even prohibit you from putting any new money into those retirement accounts. Once again, that's a little bit down the road. They're looking at starting that after 2028. So time to plan. Now, there are also some cryptocurrency changes with all this, correct? Yeah. So it starts, you know, to treat them as regular investments which means that they would be subject to things like the wash sale rules and subject them to constructive sale rules. And that could begin as early as next year. Now, this would make reporting a lot more complicated because under the wash sale rules, if you sell a security at a loss, you might not be able to deduct that loss depending on when you originally bought the security and if you, re- if you rebuy it within a certain period of time. So if you're constantly buying and selling um, or acquiring and and disposing of like Bitcoin, things like that, some of those losses that you get, you may not actually be able to deduct. So we'll have to keep watching that. And if I'm reading it right, there's also going to be some constructive sale rules that would also add a lot of complexity since you may have to report a gain or loss every time that you use cryptocurrency to buy anything. Now, Obviously, this is still in the bill, which hasn't passed yet. But if it does pass, we're definitely going to need to talk about this further. Absolutely. Now, there are some other items that can still, shall we say, sneak into this final bill. Is that correct? Right. Last week, we talked about you know the tax that could increase from the 37% bracket up to 39.6. You know That could come back. The capital gain tax that they want to increase from 20 to 25%, that could come back. Um, you know, and, and other things like the qualified business income deduction limitations that they're potentially doing if your income is higher. 
you know, it's out right now, but that could come back along with corporate income tax increases. But some other things that are potentially still on the table is taxing unrealized gains, which they've never done before. You know, anytime you sell an asset, you have a realized gain, that's taxable income or that's a loss for you. But the government has never taxed you on your unrealized gains and losses, which is one of the things that they're looking at. They could also look at, you know, ending the concept of stepped up basis upon somebody's death um, or, you know, doing other things like that. So we're definitely in interesting times. Jeff, a lot of great information. And this is why people need to surround themselves with experts like Hawkins Ash. How do they connect with the team? I would go to our website, which is hawkinsash.cpa. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. And we'll talk to you next week here on WOMT. This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at hawkinsashcpas.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.